excuse Brother Max and allow him to sit in the uh, congregation tonight. But let's go ahead and get started with our prayer time and our leaders lead. Dear Lord, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us back again for another Sunday night, Lord. We praise and thank you, Lord, for just calling us to be your people, Lord. We just think about how unworthy we are to be called your people, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, for just saving us and giving us your Holy Spirit. You give us so many good things for us to be thankful for. We thank you for your word that is truth, Lord. We thank you for your people who love us, Lord, and support us and pray for us, Lord. And we don't even know the impact of all those prayers, Lord. I just always had the idea of us going into heaven and seeing sometimes the movie screen of all those things we were saved from because of somebody's prayers. And so, Lord, we just think about all those things, Lord. We think about the singing and the praise time that we had both this morning and in the evening, Lord, and how um, that was powerful, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for um, just the different Sunday schools that go on, Lord. And I know that when I'm teaching, Lord, there's other people who are teaching, teaching our children, teaching our other adults, and they're putting their heart and soul into explaining your word, Lord, just like yes. I'm trying to explain your word. And I thank you, Lord, because in many ways we try to explain your word, and um, many of the things we explain are too wonderful for us, Lord. Mm -hmm. Some of the things are hard to put into words because um, there are things that you're doing, Lord, and they're just at a higher level. And some of the things that we're teaching, Lord, are even at a higher level than maybe we completely understand, yeah. Lord. But we still attempt to put it into words, Lord, and I think that you you uh, bless our attempt. Thank you. And so, Lord, we thank you for that, Lord, even as you also call us to get better at our attempts. And then, we, Lord, we thank you for the preaching this morning, Lord, and how yeah. powerful it was. We pray that you would just have it be something that would guide our lives and to drive us to be more and more faithful to you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we pray, oftentimes we don't see our prayers answered, Lord, but we are faithful, and you are. we know that you are faithful, Lord, that our prayers are answered. And uh, So I think that when we do see answered prayer, that we should acknowledge it, Lord, and recognize it. And so what a blessing this morning uh, to see Sister Adams here at church. Uh, as an answer to your prayer and, and just uh, for all of those who are among us that uh, are not feeling well and are sick and, and have uh, things to overcome physically I, I thank you for Donna Lord and, and if we didn't know any different we wouldn't we wouldn't know uh, your spirit is, is so alive in her and what an encouragement it is and Lord yes, thank you Lord. even though one of the th I was looking at something that was talking about the benefit of a small church and it's the fellowship that we have Lord and so when one is missing in a small church, it, it seems like a big hole is empty. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, we just thank you, and we pray for faithfulness. We've been talking about it, so we pray that uh, our goal is to fill up this building, Lord, but let us become faithful in the things that you've called us to do, yes. at least the things that you've called us to do, church attendance, our giving, our prayer time, our Bible reading, Lord, mm -hmm. and our love for one another. That's mm -hmm. things that we can do. And... Uh, prayerfully Lord and blessedly you will you will grow us and I do see us growing Lord from within and blossoming out so we just thank you for that Lord and mm -hmm. we know that our labor is not in vain as long as we're doing what you've called us to do yes we thank you for the many blessings and uh, encouragements that you give us Lord and we just pray that you'll continue allowing us to do the work you've called us to do in the name of Christ amen amen Lord, I just want to echo Cliff's prayer for just praise for allowing um, Brenda to be back with us. It just shows your cont 
constantly working in our prayers and working in the lives of the people we're praying for. And we just praise you for that. And we just continue to ask for those who still aren't with us, Grandpa Kenner and um, Lola and um, anyone else who's just dealing with different different ailments and different sicknesses, that you just heal them. Um, heal those who are dealing with flu right now. There's a lot of that going around. Um, just strengthen their bodies. Uh, we ask that you continue to be with our city and the ministry here that we're trying to reach out um, ministry at the rescue mission as we're trying to reach the men there and um, how that's bringing a steady flow of men in here that can hear your word and that we can minister to as well. I ask that you continue to be with our city's law enforcement, namely Jeremy. Continue to just keep your hand upon him and um, continue to keep him safe, Lord, as he is one of um, our people, one of your body that is um, in the trenches, seeing the dirtiness of our city every day, that it um, doesn't affect him physically or mentally, Lord, that that can be a bearing on a person. We just Thank you for him and his testimony in that, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Lord, I just thank you for your spirit that comforts us, that confronts us of our sins, Lord, that um, rebukes us in ways that we wouldn't rebuke ourselves, Lord. I just pray that you just be with each one of us here, Lord, that as the spirit is prompting us to do something or not to do something, Lord, that we become more sensitive to that, Lord. Thank you for the prompting that I received this morning during all the different teaching that was um, displayed here today, Lord. I thank you because it gives me a reminder that you are speaking to me and I'm one of yours, Lord, because I hear your voice, Lord, you know me. Pray for those who don't have your spirit, Lord, all of our unsaved loved ones, Lord, our friends, our coworkers, our family members, Lord, that um, we have opportunity to witness to, Lord. I pray that this year that we take every opportunity that we have and not waste any, Lord. And you prompt us at a time to speak about you, Lord, that we look for opportunities to speak about you, Lord. We don't let any of those pass by. Think about those who um, woke up today and didn't realize that they would be losing loved ones or who woke up to loved ones who had passed, Lord, and didn't have an opportunity to do that, Lord. I pray that you just comfort them. Think of the, the Goodlow family, one of the families that are uh, at the rescue mission that I work with, Lord, that I play in the music ministry with, Lord, that you just be with them and comfort them in the time of loss with their loved one, Lord. And I pray for myself as I minister to my family, Lord, that you help me not to be cynical, Lord, but to look at them as people who need to know you the same way as someone looked upon me as a person who needs to know you, Lord. Thank pray you, to you just continue to be with me in that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your goodness to us. Um, we do thank you as a um, bring to attention our, our Wednesday night service and the, uh, the encouragement and the challenge that we have from the group as they responded to why they, they uh, come to service and why they're faithful. Thank you for that outpouring of, of their uh, commitment and their heart that just came from so many that just flooded to, to say that they they love you and want to serve you and, and want to be found faithful serving you and find, will allow no excuse to to uh, keep them from uh, being faithful in service to you. I thank also, Lord, for uh, the discussion in our Sunday school wrap-up of those faithful uh, members who have responsibility over ministries and how they share that. I thank you for the sharing of that. Thank you for Mickey and thank you for Andy and then today for Heidi and just the zeal that they each have as they uh, share uh, their role and their participation in this work and this ministry and the zeal that they have to to do it and the faithfulness for which they've served. We thank you for each one and others who will, will come. We thank you and pray that that will just guide and motivate and challenge and encourage our hearts as it has done mine. We thank you in Jesus' name. Go ahead and receive our offering and go right into offering. Father, thank you for um, the gifts that are, are given for your glory. May you use it. Uh, thank you, Lord, that you um, 
you remind us that it is the faithful um, people here that give to your work and it's, this offering is made up from the faithful gift of those givers. We pray that you would use it for your glory. Continue this work in this ministry. Bless those who give. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, the passing of Beverly. And just during that time, God has just showed me so many, so many things. Uh, you know, probably so many. I can't even uh, name them all right now. But the main thing that's kept me is the fact that I know that he's in control. Um, I won't say it was a shock, but it was a shock because even during the last few days of her life, I was not expecting, you know, I was praying all the time for God to just to heal her. And, and, the, and um, it just seemed to be that, that she had fought so long and so hard that, that she kind of just gave up, not gave up in, like in a... In a um, as being defeated, just give, giving up knowing that where she was going was going to be better for her. And I was able to accept that. Mm -hmm. um, the last day of her life will, will always be on my mind. Uh, one good thing is that her family was her son, well, her sister was able to come by and spend some time with her, and that was a burden for her because. Her sisters and her family were kind of, uh, it just, uh, well, first of all, they're not saved, so that's enough right there to know that. that. And uh, when I first told her that, told them that, well, at least her sister, that Bevy was, was uh, you know, had a short time to leave, but we didn't really know at that time, but that she was going to be home on hospice, uh, you know, I could just tell that, you know, they, for them not having no hope, that they didn't know how to, uh, react to that, and uh, so it was good that that her that her sister was able to at least spend time with her before she passed, and and it happened. Uh, she came that day, and uh, a couple hours later, you know, Beverly had passed. So it, it was that was I guess it was good for her to to experience that time with her. And since that time, um, I've been spoiled by my daughter here, and uh, no, see. <laughs> Uh, and that's in a good way. She, she uh, you know, she calls me all the time. Well, you know, every day, and uh, and I, I, I understand because uh, you know, you know, God is 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 giving us the time to 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 be together now, and and I've just been blessed in so many so many ways. Uh, one of the ways that He's blessed me is is uh, having a new job now. Uh, I. I uh, I had uh, made up my mind that because when Beverly passed, I was kind of cutting our income, but we had been tied in a certain amount in her, you know, with her passing, so her income, or well, my income right now has been cut, So, I, but I had made up my mind that I was not going to give less than, than what I was giving when she was alive. Mm -hmm. And in that, God opened the door for me to, to have a part-time job now working at the rescue mission. And, and that's just been a blessing to me in mm -hmm. itself. Um, dealing with the men uh, that we that we deal with on uh, when we go down there on, on Saturdays, so kind of like I call well, I call it the general population. I think they have another. It's called what New Journey, New Journey. Yeah, no, um, Safe Harbor. I'm sorry, Safe Harbor. So it's it's just a general men is off the streets, and they come. So since I've been there, I've been there about three weeks now, 
I've heard so many different stories as why they are there. Some of them is their fault. Some of them is not the men's fault, you know. So, uh, but God has given me opportunity to 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 be used in a different way, in a ministering way. And part of that ministering way is a way that Beverly was being used here in the in the food and clothing pantry. So, I had, so that that seems to be, you know, it was kind of ironic that it happened that way. But God knows what He's doing, and God has been keeping me. Uh, I have I have. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm at home alone, but I'm not alone. I'm not lonely because I have the Lord with me all the time. And mm-hmm. so many different things there. I'm keeping up her plants. That was one thing that I noticed. He had love for us, her plants. So I'm, none of them died yet. So, <laughs> you know, so I'm watering them as I, she, she had told me how to water them. Even before, you know, we don't not even think about it. She had told me how to, how to water them, mix up the, the, uh, the food for them. So they're, they're, they're surviving for now. Um, <laughs> You know, we have a, I have all the pictures of her else together. Uh, so many songs that I hear, that I play, or I hear on the radio that, that I know that she loves. And it's a couple of songs that, that I just want to mention that have been just mentioned to me by an artist called, uh, what's his name? Uh, Travis Green. And one of them is called uh, Won't Let Go. And the other one is uh, Made Away. And they're both biblical songs. And, but the words are so powerful, and, and I know God won't let go of me. He hasn't let go of me, and he's made a way for me. And, you know, it, it's an experience that I, you know, it's kind of hard to put into words. I just want to thank God for this church for one thing. Uh, uh, you know, I've been heard about, people have mentioned about how me, I've been coming, or I haven't missed a day or whatever it was, but however you say it. But the fact is that this is where... I love to be. This is my home, away from home. Um, this is what Beverly, Beverly really loved this church. She loved everybody here. When she said she prayed for everybody, she, she truly did. I mean, I'm a, I'm a witness to that. And there's been times when I would be wanting to leave to do something. I'd go, to, go in, a, in a room, and she would be praying. So I said, well, I'll give her a few minutes. Nope, one a few minutes. <laughs> it was about 15, 20. I had to keep coming back. Checking, oh man! <laughs> but it's just by the grace of God, and, and, and it's a, a blessing to know that she really loved everybody here. She loved being here. It was many times since uh, she's had her surgeries and strokes and things that she wanted to be here and couldn't be here. It was times when she was getting up to come and, and, and couldn't make it, and times when when she would be here and get home and and, and something you know kind of get sick and things like that. But she 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 really wanted to be amongst everybody here and I understand why uh, and I understand the reason for uh, being att- for, for the attendance or being faithful in attendance because for one thing you never know and I'm looking at it, you never know when your last day is going to be for one thing so I know it's going to come a time when you know we won't be able to make it to church you know and we have so many examples of that I think about your father how faithful he was in being in church and and he can't, you know, he can't make it now, you know, and I've seen that in, in my family. I've seen that, seen that with faithful members that, 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 that are a part of church where it just comes a time when you just can't make it. So any excuse you use now not to come, it's not a, it's not a good excuse at all, you know. So, so I just want to thank God and just thank the church for their prayers. And just like I said, so many things that God has showed me in the last couple of months or even in the last couple of years that about his faithful, faithfulness and uh, 
this care and love that, I, like I said, I can't mention them all right now, but I just want to thank the church and just let you, let everybody know I'm, I'm, I'm fine. You know, I know I say I'm fine, but I am fine. I'm fine because I'm in God's hands. I'm in God's care. So times when, I know, we, I know we all know it, that when there's nobody you can call, you can always call on God, and that's what I do. So just thank you. Amen. Thanks for sharing that with us. We have any other testimonies tonight? All right, I see one mic. We'll take one more after that. You can raise I your hand and get a mic. I the Lord for his faithfulness here at Sweet Communion, from the dynamic teaching that we're getting from the pulpit, for the Sunday school teachers, and for the children that these people take time to train their little kids to memory verses and to serve the Lord with their whole heart. That's a blessing beyond. Because see, some one when they get grown, you done did all you got to do. And that's to ground them in the Lord. Now they make the decision, but you're not responsible because you did what the Lord told you. That's very important. People don't think it's important to bring their children to Sunday school and train them up in the admonition of the Lord. You'll see. If you don't, your heart gonna hurt, and even when you do, it will hurt sometimes. So you better be sure you give them the word. And I'm thankful for my pastor and his wife and how the Lord has blessed Donna, because that's my heart. Both of them, they are my heart. And I'm just praying for them and praying for, the, for our members of our church who are sick. And I just thank the Lord so much for this ministry because it's just based upon the word. And the people ain't coming in because they don't want to hear a word. That's it. You done did what you done said you do. Now we got to pray and still go out. He may send, send, send people in from the fields of sin. I always pray with a heart and a mind to serve God. And that's what I pray for. And all we got to do is continuously be faithful and not get discouraged and know who we're working for. Mm -hmm. And I just praise the Lord for each one. I, she breath, little Brian is my heart. And I see the change that has taken place in him because we have the somewhat the same personality forward. But there's a softness that's been coming in. That's a blessing to me. And I hear him teaching. You see things in life. He thinks nobody pay attention. I do because I pray for him all the time. And I just praise the Lord for the change that the Lord has done. And Victoria, she's trying her best. Y'all hold her up. She's trying. And I just thank you for her in Jesus' name. Well, Dwayne? Yes, I want to uh, praise God for this church, for my pastor, for the first lady. And the teaching Brian does on Sunday morning. And it's not that I don't like the other teachers, but I like Papa Cliff and 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 Dale and but Brian, he just give a class that he explains everything. He breaks every word down to the point where he, you can truly, truly understand it. He's like his dad. His dad explains every part of what he's reading to the point where there's no excuse about you saying you don't understand because they're going to get you to understand it, you know, and I just praise God for that kind of teaching and, and uh, I praise God for even giving me the heart to even sit up there and listen, you know. You know, Brian Havers, read right along with him. Verse, that was long. Verse this morning you gave me. 
Pat, uh, Brian. Brian. But you know what? I read it. <laughs> I read it, and I praise God for that. You know, because he's got into my reading and, and teaching me how to read. And um, I just praise God for the ministry that's going on in here and all the different ministries that I heard Andy talk about, Heidi done talked about, mm-hmm. Mickey, Sister, Sister Mickey, you know, what kind of heart she got for the choir and music. I just praise God for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I get, I'm going to tell you, I get a loss of words. I get a loss of words. No, <laughs> 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 yes, I do. <laughs> I'll be wanting to say something, but I can't say it. <laughs> you know, um, but I just praise the ministry here. I praise this church and the people that come to here. It's a blessing. It's refreshing to see each one person and seeing Ms. Adams this morning, Brenda Adams, on that song, Majesty. I couldn't help but cry because it was good to see her, you know. Um, So um, I just praise God for answering that prayer. And God is good all the time. Not sometimes, all the time. He's good in all our lives. How he shows his steadfastness, his love, his mercy, his grace upon our lives. I thank him for my wife because that could have been fatal on a highway. But still he preserved her and he took care of her, you know. She still got to go through therapy, but that's okay. How are you over there, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> that's my mother now. <laughs> so she can say what she want. <laughs> so, I know. That's something my, ma- my mom would have said. I thought you was at a loss of words, Dwayne. But uh, uh, <laughs> but I praise I praise God for each and every person here in this church, and I just just want to just praise and give God the blessings for this church. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm going to cut off our testimony time there. Thank you for your participation. I'm going to go over some questions, and again. Um, these questions are discussion so we can talk about uh, some of the issues and how Word of God would have us respond or think about uh, these issues. And they, again, my disclaimer, they do not necessarily reflect actual people in this at Sweet Communion or their family. That's a disclaimer. Um, let's take this one does heaven exist outside of time outside of the realm of time was there ever a time when Abel was alone in heaven or is everyone who will be with God there quote unquote already 
So read that question again because it's kind of abstract and maybe hard to to uh, to uh, visualize or to to get the get the uh, the gist of it. Does heaven exist outside the realm of time? Was there ever a time when Abel was alone in heaven, or is everyone who will be with God there already? Um, so that was a that was a question, um, and it, it has to do with what is heaven is like. And you know, questions about heaven are are always challenging and difficult to to um, to answer. The Bible gives us some specific information about heaven, and it is a mystery in terms of the specifics uh, of it. Think about how um, people in Jesus' day asked about the kingdom of heaven and what that's going to be like. He gave parables, but it was often misunderstood and misapplied. And so heaven is, but that's not a surprise to us, is that we, it is hard, difficult for us. We live in a finite, sinful world to imagine an infinite, sinless world. It's just totally different than anything that we've ever experienced. So uh, in terms of time, does it, does it exist in time? Well, certainly there, we are limited or we exist in time. And so there's a time when we are here on earth and there's a time when we be, uh, those who, who trust Christ will be in heaven. Uh, we know of individuals that have been apart with us and they have died and now they are in heaven. And we're wondering, you know, kind of, Sometimes behind those questions, are they bored? Are they waiting for us? What do they do before we get there? And how is that time filled? Is it really heaven? Let me explain this. We could talk about heaven. You could talk about the kingdom of God. Uh, the kingdom of God will come into place when this time, time on this earth, is done. Okay? And so we are living in between that time, and those who have died already are living in between that time. And so we're waiting for Christ to return and to finish his work. And those are the things that, that we do know. We don't know all the, the, the uh, intricate, intricate details of what it looks like or feels like to live in that. Because all I know is living on earth and only a, partial, a portion of that. Um, so um, that's what I would say in answering this question. Yes, we deal with time and we wait, we live, we die, we go to be with the Lord. Um, those who are with the Lord now are waiting for the completion of God's plan, his kingdom to be established. Jesus taught us to pray that way, didn't he? He says, thy kingdom or your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, it's not completed yet. It's not done on earth here yet or finished. There's coming a time when that will happen. Uh, so let me just just um, stop it there. Another comment about uh, Abel. Uh, yes, we understand Abel was the first uh, human being to die, and so we know that he was he was good. He was in God's favor, and so he would have been there in heaven. And, and was he there? Kind of like almost kind of sense from the question that okay, he's there waiting for everybody else, kind of lonely, nobody to play with, nothing to do. Uh, but keep in mind, heaven is not, is not that at all. It's not a boring place. You understand that there are millions of angels there. And so um, what are they doing and how that's all set up, that's beyond, you know, that's, 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 that's past my payload, my, 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 my pay, uh, uh, pay grade, I'm sorry. So 
that we don't know all the details. We get some glimpses of, of that in, 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 uh, in Scripture. Um, but certainly there's not a time when uh, there is a sense of, of boredom, boredom uh, in heaven. So that's probably the extent that I can ask that. And if you have a question beyond that, that is more pointed to, to what I was getting at, let's ask that or discuss that at this time. Brian? response. Any other comments, questions on that? You can get back to it as I go into some of the other questions. Here's the more um, practical. My children are getting older and are spiritually unresponsive. They go to Sunday school and all the other services, but I don't think they're learning anything. What should I do? Read that again. My children are getting older and are spiritually unresponsive. They go to Sunday school and all of the other services, but I don't think that they are learning anything. What should I do? Let me say this. First of all, the person with the primary responsibility to teach God's words and principles is mom and dad to little children. That's the primary responsibility. The church presents the truth and will speak the truth and preach it, but you have to take it home and you have to live it as a, as a parent, as a mom and dad. And you have the primary responsibility for doing that. By the way, that means you also had a primary responsibility for educating your children in anything and everything that there is to educate them in. We give that responsibility over to, to school, we give it over to church, and we kind of like, okay, let them do their job. But no, that is your responsibility. Do I mean that you should take them out of school and, and everybody should homeschool? No. Um, you have help in that. The church certainly can help. Um, um, schools, our school system can be of a great help in that way as well. Um, but use it as a help and not as a crutch. That's the first statement there. Um, secondly is I think um, Sister Jackie kind of mentioned that in her testimony. Do what you can and all you can as a parent now and realize that that responsibility has a short time and there will be a time when you won't have that to do anymore. So take advantage of the time that you have now. Um, sometimes I think parents can become a little disheartened when they see their children or they don't perceive them as growing and developing as they should. Um, and in some ways I think you need to Instead of looking at results, look at what you do. Look at the activity. Are you faithful in front of them? Are you teaching them right things? Are you, are you, are you practicing uh, the right attitude in going to church? We had a great, um, we had a great uh, response on Wednesday night about why we go to church. And, and are you going for right reasons? Are your motivations right? If you do those things right, leave the rest up up to God. In fact, there's, there's a thing that you, um, you, you can't worry about what is not your responsibility. So worry about what is your responsibility. Or concentrate on what is your responsibility and don't just look at what you perceive as results. I'll um, give you an example. Um, and I, I use my children as an example because you, you, you know them. Um, but I, I would think... Um, I remember we were, we were teaching, we homeschooled for a while, we were wondering, you know, are they really getting it? 
are, are they are we doing the right thing and and uh, are we hurting them by doing this or whatever and uh, uh, I just use a, a small example I remember uh, having piano lessons for Brian and Jeremy and and, and Brian responded pretty well. Jeremy was kind of disinterested. And I remember him having a recital that was coming up. And I was thinking, this recital in front of a room full of people. I wonder what he's going to do when he gets in front of that piano. I've been trying to tell him to practice and tell him to show, you know, making sure that he does this. But I, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I don't know how he's going to respond. And I would ask him, did you practice? Yeah, I practiced my piece. I, I didn't hear you practice it. He got to that recital, walked up to that piano, didn't seem the least bit scared, sat down at that piano pew, and just played away. Donna and I looked at each other like, what? Where did that come from? He finished, sat down in his chair next to us, and didn't even look at us. It's like, okay, I've done it. Like, we were just amazed. My point is this. You don't know always what the results are going to be. Don't be discouraged with what you see so far. Keep, keep, keep on the course. Don't give up. Keep going. You're doing the right things. I, I gather from this person that they are, if, if I take them seriously, my children are getting older and are spiritually unresponsive. They go to Sunday school and all the other services, but I don't think they're learning anything. What should I do? Um, keep being faithful in, in, in what you're doing and be actively involved in their learning. Um, we've been asking people to be involved in Truth Seekers on Wednesday, uh, and we've got good response. Not, not as much, I want more people involved in that, and I like to see that, but it's their kids that we are trying to train and trying to teach. Um, don't take your kid out. Uh, I see parents do this all the time. And, you know, they, they go to the summer camps. They go to all these camps. And we have some at church and they don't come. So what are you teaching your child? You're teaching them that eh, spiritual things, the Bible, church, is not really that important. But it could be Boy Scouts. It could be, uh, you know, whatever it is they're learning that, oh, that's so fascinating. I got to run with them to do this. They got to they take them out of church. That becomes a priority. Um, put priority in their spiritual training and make the church a part of that as well. And if you're doing that, continue to do that. Be faithful. Don't worry so much about results, but uh, trust God that, that you've done and you are doing what, what you should be doing. I, I want to hear responses, so Michelle, glad to see your hand. Um, yes. Let me say this too, and I'm open to other responses, so raise your hand and I'll interrupt myself with you, with your comment. Um, sometimes our ministry may not be geared towards them or what they need. That, that is simply a fact of, of what we can do. For that reason, parents need to be involved in ministry. Truth Seeker was started because it's kind of torture to bring seven, eight-year-old kids into a, our prayer service and they don't do anything. But Truth Seekers gets them active and you see how responsive they are there. Praise God for that. Somebody saw that and says, what can we do for our kids? And they responded to that and they, they did that. Now, I'm sure there's other areas. Um, I watch um, some of 
sometimes our, our Christmas plays or, or programs, and particularly when you talk about older boys, I'm talking as they start to get into their teens, they're like, I don't know if I want to be singing with the little kids. Um, so we got to find things for them. And you can help us find those things. One of the things that Donna has done over the years is gotten involved because her children were those, those ages. She got involved and directed and fashioned things that would be of interest to them. So get involved. Help us to use the ministry to be a help to the kids that we have. I see one more com- a couple more comments. I see a hand. Oh, I thought I saw your hand earlier. All right. (laughs) Charmone. Well, I'm not there yet, but um, one of the things that over the last, since I've been attending scripture, is in the concept of All right, I'm going to uh, wrap things up. We have a few more. Did you have a comment? Did you have a comment? Very good point, Nikki. Thank you for your comments. <clears throat> I'll wrap up the comment. I always get to talk last, don't I? That's great. (laughs) Wrap up the comment. Um, Sometimes both parents and children get a little bored uh, in church because we we don't have the facility, we don't have the resources that our schools have in terms of staff, in terms of rooms, instead of in terms of programs. Uh, we go, man, I wish I had this program for my kid like they have over here or this pro And that's just reality. We, we will not be able to compete on, on that level in terms of resources and facilities. But we, what we do have that cannot be matched um, is we can share a life that has been changed by the gospel and, and teach that to others. It's very important. Um, that's why I think parents, we want you to get involved in, in our children's development, and we need you to shore up those areas that we can be better at or should be better at or help us develop areas that target uh, what our children need so that they don't uh, just become bored in church, but that we're feeding them on the level that they need, that they require. So that's a challenge for us, but you are part of that challenge with us. So come and partner with us so that we can minister the way that God wants us to minister um, to our, our children. All right, let's close in, in a word of prayer. Father, thank you for the healthy discussion tonight. And uh, we pray, Lord, that you would just um, stimulate our thinking 
so that we will begin to, to think in terms of what you have purpose for us and that we will, we will make ourselves available to do all of your will, pursue your will, so that your kingdom can be, be built here, an individual at a time, through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.